But what I'm saying here too, in this action of surrender and allowing, is that we've got to be willing to let go of the struggle and let go of trying to even complete the karma. Let go of trying to learn the lesson. Let go of trying to get free. So what am I saying? Acceptance. Accept in the moment where you're at, what's unfolding, in your stupidness, in your knowingness, whatever it is. Let it be okay. When you move into okayness, you're in acceptance. And when you're in acceptance, you're in a greater freedom in a movement of loving. And that's all you need to do is get in that movement of loving because that movement of loving is what will take you through and set you free. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And if you can't do that, that's where forgiveness comes in. Forgiveness is simply a key to release and to let go of those attachments, those places where we're stuck, we're trying to figure it out, we're caught up in it. Forgiveness just is a key to help open that door to let it go. So we move into acceptance and back into loving. Simple tools. But if you can get what I'm saying and understand how the action works and then work the process is where you're going to find for yourselves the greater ease of really liberation. The ease of liberation. The ease of moving into your greater freedom. The other big part of this is being patient. You've got to be patient. Some of this stuff unfolds really fast and some of it takes a while. And when I mean a while, I mean a while. We each have karmas that sometimes run our whole life. Well, more than a life. But we'll just take this life in. The whole life. We've got many different experiences to have, many karmas to fulfill. But there may be one or two or three or four, whatever, underlying karmas that will walk with us our whole life. Just look at your own journey. Think of something you've probably been working on trying to get free of that drives you crazy and nuts and you wish you didn't have running inside of you that no matter what you do, it just doesn't seem to go away. And that's been going on and on and on and on. That's what I'm talking about. But if you want a little freedom in the karma, move into acceptance. Just accept. It's like, all right. That's what's going on. You know what? Instead of fighting it, trying to get rid of it or understand it, I'm just going to love it. I'm just going to love it. I'm going to love my karma. But what are you doing when you're loving your karma? You're really loving yourself. That's what you're saying. I am going to love myself regardless of this karma. I'm going to love myself regardless of the experience I'm having. I'm going to love myself no matter what. That's it. That's all we got to do. Up to the last breath and then beyond. You got to keep loving yourself. If you want to make it all the way home, you got to keep on loving yourself. Not only in this world, but through all the different worlds. Otherwise, it just pulls us right back down, right back in to the process. 
So just keep loving it. Anytime you find yourself going to reaction or resistance, fighting or avoiding, that's your cue to know you're in your stupidity. But don't judge it. I don't like saying that very often. Don't judge. I find it a lot easier to focus on the loving rather than not judging. But just realize that. Move into acceptance instead of judgment. Say, okay. Yep, I'm stupid right now. And I love myself anyway. I'm stupid right now. And I accept that's what's going on. That's why I like joking around like at the beginning of class when I made some joke and everybody went, oh, like booing and stuff. And I go, yeah. I used to judge myself like, oh, my God, that's horrible. You know, self-judgment, beating myself up, did something not good. Lots of years just loving and accepting and forgiving until you get to the place of freedom. And then it's all funny, good or bad. That's all we each have to do. That's all we have to do. So we've got to do the inner work to open the doors to allow the loving in. But another part of that on the other side of receiving is also giving. This world is always duality. So in that world, and even in the movement of spirit or loving in this world, is both receiving and giving. So play both sides of the coin here. So you've got to do the work to receive the loving. And then also now start giving. Start giving the loving. But even in the receiving, if you heard what I was saying about loving yourself, well, you start by giving yourself loving. You start by giving yourself acceptance. You start by giving yourself forgiveness. So you're already doing the giving in order to receive. It always begins with you. Just as I said earlier, when somebody projects on us, we can go into resistance because we don't want to receive that projection because of the discomfort it creates. Well, guess what? It can be the same thing with loving. How about if we project or give loving? And what do we do with that when somebody projects loving on us? Do we just go, oh, yes, I receive? Or even when there's loving coming at us, do all of a sudden we go into reaction and fear because some part of us feels unworthy, self-judgmental, we don't deserve it, or what? So this giving and receiving works pretty closely together here. But there is the conscious action of giving loving, starting with yourself. Give loving to yourself. And what are we doing in meditation? Giving loving to God. What are we always saying here? Love God and let God love you. Because it's both in the giving and the receiving that we truly, fully open the doors. It's like priming the pump. You know the old hand pumps with the wells and water? Sometimes you've got to put some water in there as you're pumping it to get water out. It often is like that. So even when we're in our reaction and closed down, as I was saying, to do the self-loving, well, we've got to go into the loving. We've got to start priming the pump and doing it. That's why as we sit down and move into meditation, instead of trying to figure the karma out and work this stuff out, 
Just sit down. Don't worry about it. And focus into the loving. Focus at the seat of the soul. Start singing and chanting that sacred name because that is the embodiment of loving that brings us into the greater fullness. So go into that. Even if your eyes are open, even if you're right in the midst of it, you've got to be standing up, participating in something. Bring your attention up here. Bring your attention inside and start chanting. Start focusing into the loving. Start priming the pump. Start loving you. Start loving who's ever involved. Start loving God. Start loving all of it. Because that loving is what's going to transform it. And then start giving. Start giving that love. That's part of forgiveness. Forgiveness is both letting go and it's forgiving. It's giving. So give the loving as well. Give it to yourself and extend it. Extend it out to others. Extend it to the world as it projects all kinds of stuff on you. Some of what I'm talking about now, people have referred to as prayer, sending the light, asking for blessings for another. There's all kinds of things that's been called. But that's what I'm talking about, is simply giving your loving. Giving your loving. But you've got to give it to yourself first. But the nice thing is, even if you don't, and you start giving it out to others first, well, guess what? It's got to come through you. That's the blessing. It's got to come through you. And the nice thing is, as you give out your loving as it comes through you, well, maybe it's not a nice thing, but it is. It's also going to stir awake inside of you those things that are not of the loving. So again, you may even pull back from giving loving because it begins to stir inside of you all those things that are not of the loving where you've gone into separation. And then once again, there's a reaction, there's a discomfort, there's the challenge. And so we'll even pull back from even sharing our loving. Think about it. Not just sharing the loving out here with other people, but even with God. Don't you at times find yourself pulling back from meditation? Haven't you even stopped meditating? Or even pulled back, maybe instead of doing two and a half hours, you're maybe doing half an hour? Or somehow you've pulled back because something else is going on. Because in meditation, we're loving God. And in that loving, part of the journey, part of the process, is all those things are going to be stirred awake that are creating the separation. So be aware that often that's the process of why we may even find it hard to meditate or for meditating very long. Because often, we often just say, well, my life is really busy. Yeah, and that may be true. But it often may be the busyness of the other things that keep us distracted from the loving. It's important to pay attention to that. But then if you do pay attention to that and you go, oh, my God, yep, sure enough, I'm avoiding. And then you start beating yourself up or judging yourself for doing it. That's not going to help either. Because then we make ourselves wrong. And that doesn't support us on the journey. That's the challenge. So sometimes we throw our arms up, say, I give up. You know, I can't seem to win. I lose no matter what. Every time I sit down to meditate, I just go into disturbance. So I'm not going to meditate. And when I don't meditate, 
All of a sudden, I feel myself more in separation. I don't experience more of the loving and peace I used to. So I don't know what to do. I know, Jim, and I hear this all the time. And I've experienced it too. So we fall back. Love, accept, forgive, laugh. Might as well throw your arms up. That's right, give up. Go ahead, judge yourself and have a good laugh. Just do it anyway. What the hell? You know, go flagellate yourself, beat yourself up. Ah, I feel better now. I'm so glad I did that. What a great demonstration of loving for myself. Why not? Why not moving in, into loving and accepting of even when we judge ourselves or beat ourselves up? You ever think about that? Try it sometime. It's pretty interesting. I used to call it the double negative or the double whammy. When I do something that would create inside of me going into separation, and then I'd get all upset that I did that. So it's like the double whammy. I'd judge myself for doing it and make myself wrong. So it's doubly as bad. Well, after doing that long enough, I got so tired of it. I said, you know what? It just seems to be a problem. I'm in my stupidness. It seems to be a process that I just do. So you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and let that be okay and just love that I do that. And you know what's funny? As soon as I started saying, I love it when I do that to myself. Yeah, see the little laughter? That's a sign of freedom. That laughter is a sign of freedom. That's why I joke around with this stuff. Start loving yourself even for the negative, even for the whatevers that you do to yourself that don't seem so nice. Start loving that you do that. You know, I used to joke around and say, yeah, I'm a butthead. Yeah, I'm a jerk. Yeah, I'm a this or a that. Because I was. The truth shall set you free. Years ago, I had an experience in spirit where I saw this more clearly. There was some guy in spirit being a total jerk. And I got all upset and reactive. I said, you're such a jerk. And as soon as I did, I felt that energy go out and how it creates reaction. And I saw what happens, and that was me. I created this. Even though it was in reaction, well, in my reaction, I now created this. What goes wrong comes around, right? But we sow what we reap. So as soon as I saw that wave of energy, right away, I reclaimed it. And I said, you know what? And I'm a jerk for calling you one. And as soon as I said that, I pulled what I put out into creation right back to me. Just like that, that quick. Because that's how karma moves. We each are the creators of our own destiny, right? We're the creators of our own lives. Made in the likeness of God, the creator. We are co-creators. Well, we create through that action of loving, of spirit. God made the souls in God's likeness as creators. We create through the littlest things, just like the reaction I was just sharing. And that one little experience, I went, oh my God, that's how that works. And ever since then, I now watch that when I'm in reaction, because I realize it doesn't even matter what words, it's the energy that goes out. You can look at somebody and say, you know, you say, God damn you. You say, God bless you. The words are different, but is the energy different? Uh-uh. 
It's the energy by which we create. So pay attention to that, regardless of the words you put on it. And realize what you put out does come back, sometimes instantly, and other times it can take lifetimes. But start paying attention to it now so that what you create is loving by putting loving out. And all the times we go into reaction and put out what we might call more of a negative, it's still an expression of creativity. The soul's creative, positive, negative here. The soul creates. But as soon as you see these things that you put out, don't be afraid to claim them back. Believe me, it's a lot easier and more gentle when you do it right away rather than let it fester and build. What are they? My mom used to call it making mountains out of molehills. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what happens. So don't allow it to build. That's why you see me even do acting like the spiritual fool and call myself names. I play around because I know how that energy works. And each of us has our own way of doing that. We each are the jerk, the stupid, the whatevers. Recognize that part of you. Claim it. Because in the claiming of it, you'll start to get free of it. And then you'll start to have fun with it, just like I do now. Have a good time with it. You can actually play with yourself. That was a joke. <laughs> That's right. But it's a good way to play with yourself and with other people because it truly does lighten things up. Doesn't it? Look at the laughter we have here. It lightens things up. We don't make any of it wrong. We move into acceptance. There's humility. There's joy. There's acceptance of all of our crazies, all of our whatevers, all that stuff we so don't like, we can actually now begin to love. And this is a way we can begin to love it. But it does start within. And then you can extend it outside of yourself, just like I'm joking around here. It's got to come from within. So do the inner work and play with it out here. Find a way to work it even in your life around you because this world is a great mirror. And in that mirror, it gives us the opportunity to see what we do, to see what we do, the good and the bad. And in that outer reflection, we can have fun playing in the mirror. Start to play, start to have fun. And then the things you don't like that you do, find a way to lighten the load. Don't ignore it. Don't avoid it. That's resistance and it causes separation inside of you. And that's painful. That's the part you hurt. That's the part you hate. Don't avoid the pain any longer. Look at it. But realize it makes a difference how you look at it. Look at it with the LAF. Look at it with the loving, the accepting. Start to make fun of yourself. Start to joke around. Find a way to lighten it up inside of you. We each have different personality expressions or ways of joking around or playing. Find yours. Don't try to make it mine or somebody else's. Make it yours. Find what yours is. And start to do that. Because that's how you're going to begin to take the energy, the hardness, the heaviness off of all of this and truly begin to lighten things up so that you create a greater simplicity and ease 
And in that is the letting go. And then all of a sudden you begin to find this wonderful movement of loving and grace filling you in your life because now you've done the inner work to create the space to receive it. And also by giving it is how you keep the flow going, the openness within you to keep also receiving. So there's a giving and the receiving, and it's one flow, just like one river. It's not a river gives and then receives. It's just one river. And that's the place we want to come to. And it's through all these different ways of participating that we can begin to find and discover how to do that within ourselves and then use this world of reflection to actually support us on our inner journey rather than judging the world and trying to get out of the world and it's such a horrible place. It can actually begin to serve us now because we are now looking at it in the proper perspective in the way it was set up in the very beginning to assist us in this action of our spiritual journey of coming to know the greater divinity in all of God's creation, including the reflection. This is the darkness, but this is part of God's creation. So we've got to begin to even love that because God loves all of its creation. And to awaken to God, we've got to love all of God's creation. But it begins by loving our own. And in that, we'll find a greater freedom, a greater liberation, a greater movement and understanding funny i know there's something more because i still feel spirit present i'm just kind of waiting to bask in the silence and the stillness you know i really do hope in here that all that we do in interlight ministries that we do demonstrate and give the tools by which we can really begin to live more of this we know over the years, a lot of people have asked for things and prayed for things. And hopefully then in a lot of the sharings, you can begin to find the answers to your prayers by really living the inner way. We may ask for grace. We may ask for greater ease or simplicity. We may ask for joy or peace. And we can have it. It's all there for us at any moment but we also have our part to do. So just be willing to do your part because that's how you really do now receive, where you really do move into the experience and begin to embody all that you already are. You know that phrase, God helps those who help themselves? But it's helping yourself by loving yourself. It's not about going and helping yourself to anything you want in the world. 
about helping yourself to the loving. Be willing to experiment. I use the word play a lot, but the word experiment. Life is experiential, and the word experiential is experiment. Experiment with this stuff. Try it out. Play with it. Do the little experiments and see what happens inside of you. Stand in front of the mirror and play a game like that movement of karma that I talked about or loving. See it in the mirror with yourself. Begin to do it in the world out here with other people. See their response. See your response. Have fun with it. If you find yourself always locked in one way of doing something, try something different. It's only through experimenting you're going to begin to move out of where you may have blocked yourself in, created walls. Well, you've got to also create the doors to remove the walls to have other experience. That's up to you. So if you're not experiencing what you truly want as far as the divine goes, then begin to look at how you can do something differently to really begin to experience more of that. All you have to do is look to your own prayers and desires to see what you want. And then it's just simply a matter of beginning to discover how to go about getting what you want. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. That was kind of fun. <laughs> I say that, it reminds me, you know, that phrase, the truth shall set, shall set you free. I think I've shared this in here before. I, I heard somebody say the truth shall upset you free. And that's why I say it's kind of fun because it is fun, but sometimes you go through the upset that the truth may stir within you to get to the freedom. And that's important to realize. If you realize that, then you go, okay, getting upset is part of the journey. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And that, as I walk through it, I'll get to my freedom. So this was kind of fun today. Thanks. <laughs>